You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family, Rocket, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for two more hours. Consider this the third quarter of the show. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. That's every single weeknight, Monday through Friday. I'm being joined by super producer and host, Dave Shepard. I'm being joined by you, everybody listening across North America. On your local affiliate, people on the free Odyssey app, my friends at work, my friends at school, my friends going to work, my friends on their way home, my people building businesses, my people making sure businesses are running, delivering packages, protecting people, making sure people are healthy, driving people around, protected. We got a lot of people listening right now. Wherever you're at, whatever you're up to, I hope that you're safe. I hope that you're well. If you want to talk to me here on CBS Sports Radio, the number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. If you want to contact me, I am at JR Sport Brief everywhere on social media. It's been a busy night. We talked about Devontae Adams. The man who was shoved down to the ground decided to file a police report. Claims that he was uh, the victim of an assault. He went to a hospital, and now we just, we got to wait. We have to wait to see what comes from the police report. I mean, who knows? It could be a money grab. The guy could legitimately be busted up. We have no idea. He looks fine to me, but we'll see. At the same time, we have to wait to find out the fate of Devontae Adams. You know, surely he will be fined. Will he receive a one-game suspension as a, a part of his punishment? We don't know. Uh, I would punish him for one game. And if he's not, then a monetary fine would do fine by me. The man has no prior history. He has no problems, has no issues. I've never heard anything personally about the guy. Just goes about his business and, and plays ball. Last night, he was frustrated. He shoved the guy to the ground. Something else that has been said was, oh, well, the cameraman shouldn't have been there. The photographer shouldn't have been there. No, that's... That's that's garbage. We don't hear. When's the last time you heard an incident like this? Never, right? Because it happens all the time. The only difference is we had an NFL player, an athlete, decide to shove said member of the media because he was upset and because he was frustrated. It's not passing the uh, the blame game there. Also, right before we went to break, we talked about the blame game. Head coach of the Washington Commanders, Ron Rivera. Uh, after basically pinpointing Carson Wentz as one of the reasons why their team isn't having a lot of success, he apologized for not expressing himself a little bit more clearly, not pinning or putting the blame at the feet of Carson Wentz, but pretty much letting everyone know Carson Wentz is new here. And so he says that he put his foot in his mouth. A matter of fact, listen to Ron Rivera in the most polite way possible, apologize. 
the stuff you said yesterday made a bit of a stir, and you had Alex Smith and other people out there saying stuff. What did you make of their reaction, and do you understand why they reacted the way they did? I do, but, you know, at the end of the day, I, I spoke to my team this morning. You know, we, we, I basically told them that I said some things that were misconstrued. I didn't present it properly, and that's on me. So I took accountability, told the guys that, uh, you know, I should know better, and uh, I had a bad day. So I figured, you know, feeling better today, let's move forward. So to me, as far as I'm concerned, it's really now about the most important thing, and that's getting ready for football. I had a bad day. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh this is also he's going to have to apologize to America because Thursday night the Washington Commanders are back in action they're going to be in Chicago they're going to take on the Bears oh my god hey Shep you can't wait for that matchup can't you right I had a bad day we're all going to have a bad day watching (laughs) that crap oh my god Ooh. At least Monday Night Football was good, right? In fairness, you yes. talk about having some terrible quarterbacks to work with. Sure. I mean, I, I can't. I, I get it. I, Heineke, I, I, and, and look, there were people calling up last year talking, ah, Heineke this and Heineke that. Well, Heineke... Heineke is even smart enough to know. He's like, listen, I don't get paid enough to be the starting quarterback. It's going to be Carson. And Heineke was okay. He was okay like uh, like Cooper Rush is okay. They don't even let Cooper Rush, you know, slang the rock around. So, yeah, Ron Rivera is accurate. He quarterback play. But, I mean, damn. It's, uh, well, anyway, we're going to talk about that game on Thursday when it concludes and uh, I don't know, maybe Fields goes out and has a, a massive game. And, and Fields, he doesn't even have anybody to work with. Maybe they should just swap, you know, send Fields to Washington. And and I don't know what to do with Carson. He just, he just, he's just cashing checks at this point in time. Yeah, prepare yourselves. Thursday night football, the Washington Commanders at the Chicago Bears. Should be a lot of fun. As I shudder. Anyway, speaking of quarterbacks, you can't touch one anymore. You can't look at a quarterback. You can't stare at him. You can't line up in front of him. I'd be surprised if you gave him a hug if they did not call a roughing the passer penalty call. We know what happened to Tua Tonga-Valoa a few weeks ago. And by the way, Tua Tonga-Valoa... They're saying that this man is still on the shelf. There is no timetable for his return. And you could bet your ass there is no timetable for his return. The NFL wants absolutely zero problems or issues based on what has already taken place. An adjustment to the concussion protocols. Ironically, it bit the Dolphins in the behind again. Uh, This go-round with Teddy Bridgewater pretty much knocked out from the first play of the game this past Sunday against the Jets, not allowed to return. And then we saw a a play later on in the day. The Falcons were getting smacked around by the Buccaneers. They have a chance to come back in the game late until Grady Jarrett, one of the best interior defensive linemen in the game, thank God the Falcons are finally moving this guy around, he sacked Tom Brady. 
normal, right? The defensive tackle's job, hey, go get the running back or go ahead and get the, the quarterback. Whoever has the ball, go get him. Grady Jarrett did exactly that. But Grady Jarrett was called for roughing the passer. Penalty called, pretty much sealed the game. Buccaneers continue on, and Atlanta was cooked from there. And this is Tom Brady, right? I want to call him the golden child, but he's more like an old man. You can't touch him. You got to protect him at all costs. It's also been said because Tom Brady, all things considered, he's, he doesn't exit the pocket a lot. So, you know, contrary to popular belief, Tom Brady is not He's not back there getting smacked around with with roughing calls. But he's still Tom Brady, so he's going to garner a lot of attention. Even Tom Brady knows that the call was absolute trash. He was asked about it right after the game. And Tom Brady had a very simple answer uh, when he was asked. Listen to this. The one sack at the end of the game, they call him for roughing the passer. Um... You know, so it extends the drive. You're able to get off the field. What did you think of that play? Had you been lobbying or asking for some late hits there? I don't. I don't throw the flags. Damn. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't throw the flags. Okay, Tom Brady. We know. He then went on his Let's Go a podcast on Sirius XM, and he's just like, I don't throw flags. I throw tablets. And in a few seconds. I want to share with you even more detail something that Tom Brady said about how the game is changing, just period, across the board. But that wasn't the only play. Tua gets knocked out a couple of weeks ago. Teddy Bridgewater is just held out from the game. After one hit, they said that he was okay, but the spotter said, well, he looked wobbly, so he can't come back. Tom Brady is babied later on on Sunday. And then last night, early in the game, or at least right before halftime, uh, between the Raiders and the Chiefs. The Chiefs are trying to come back in the game. Another defensive tackle, Chris Jones, uh, he hits Derek Carr. Hits him from behind, is able to snatch the ball from him in the process. Looks like a playbook strip sack. Chris Jones falls on him. Penalty. Roughing the passer. What happens? They're able to continue down the field. And when I say they, the Raiders, and they're able to put three more points on the board. And it's just like, what is Chris Jones supposed to do? Like hold him and hug him and and rock him to sleep? After the game, and thank God, yes, we know the Chiefs came back. Chris Jones, he talked about the roughing the passer penalties, and he said, that they need to be reviewed. I think now the, to evolve roughing the passer and protecting the quarterback is essentially what we're doing in this league. We got to be able to look at roughing the passers in the booth because it's happening so fast. Maybe we can change that because now it's getting absurd. You know what I'm saying? Now it's causing teams games. You know, that was a fourth down stop on Grady Jarrett. They, the team would have got the ball back and, and you know, who, who knows what would have happened. But for them not to be able to, to look at that, you know, when you sit on videos, you know, it, you can, 
you know, and faster, when it's faster and you on the field and happen that fast, you know, the ref, they might see something different. But when they're able to, like, look at the video and see that it's not roughing the passers, a lot of these roughing the passers would be called back. NFL refs, for the most part, if it's on the line, they've been told, call it roughing. Let's not take any chances. If a, if a quarterback, if you feel that it's even borderline, call it roughing. I don't know if I want to go ahead and stop games and review this call, and now we got to review another one and take another five minutes. Just let them play football. Okay, I understand the safety element of it. These guys are expecting to get their asses whooped, but if they are hurt, then take them out the game. The NFL has naturally progressed. It's naturally changed. Like Tom Brady, there's a play, or at least a video that went viral today, and it shows Tom Brady absolutely getting blown to shreds versus the type of hit that he can take today, which can't. The guy would probably be ejected if he delivered a, a, the same type of hit Tom Brady would have been used to, I don't know, 20 years ago. So the game has changed. It's, it's different. I mean, even Andy Reid knows it's different. But Andy Reid is like, listen, y'all ain't going to make me criticize the officials and where I get fine. This is what he had to say last night. I don't believe I've seen you as, as maybe annoyed on the sideline following the Chris Jones sack. You guys are trying to get me fined. I'm not going to bite. I'm just not, I'm not going there. I mean, I can't. I can't. Uh, I got it off my chest. And he, he got it off his chest. So he... He made the call he made, and I got what I needed set. Look, the guys aren't out there running around in, in leather helmets, okay? They're not rubbing dirt on their injuries. We, we know about brain injuries. We know more about health. We know more about nutrition. We know more about the body. These are things that we know. And so the NFL as a product, as a business, is trying to make sure it can continue on, even with changes. How many times do you see a, a, a kick return? I miss it. You don't. It's basically been eradicated and taken away from the game since they moved the spot for them to kick. It's done. We know they play more of a video game style of offense right now it's a lot of passing i mean damn it even the running backs they're more like wide receivers we're gonna have more roger craigs and marshall fox and and what we saw a couple of seasons ago with with, with christian mccaffrey we'll see more of that camaras of the world saquon barkley's the game is wide the hell open the nfl has just removed the barriers on defense to open the scoring up when was the last time you saw like a 10-3 to game, a defensive battle in the trenches? No. These games are more akin to what we saw last night, 30-29, to 40-25. to The points are going up. I might as well be watching a, a school in the SEC just bury another one. This is good for the league, right? Everybody loves the NFL. 
moving towards a $20 billion a year business. They, they want to continue to make money hand over fist. Well, they can't make money hand over fist if people aren't watching. They can't make money hand over fist in years if people no longer allow their kids to play the game. So the game is going to continue to change. The football and NFL that we see here in the year 2022, I know damn well it's not going to be this way, and I don't know. 2040, I expect the game to look completely different. Someone who's seen a lot of football is Tom Brady. And on his Let's Go podcast, he didn't just talk about throwing around tablets. Tom Brady talked about the changes that we've seen in the NFL. And Tom Brady, you think about the physicality and, and the skill and, and what guys are doing now. It doesn't sound like Tom Brady likes it at all. Take a listen. 23 years of playing. And, uh, you know, it's funny because it was kind of an innocent question and a relatively innocent answer. I wasn't trying to make a point. It's just... From my perspective, the fundamentals of the sport and, you know, the strategies changing quite a bit. It's much more reflective, I would say, of like high school and college football than what it used to be as pro football. And they've, you know, I think there's been some rule changes that I don't believe have, you know, helped much. I think there's so much money in the game. There's coaching changes. I don't think that helps much. I think the college situations are getting, you know, there's not these established programs that are developing a certain caliber of player to the NFL. I think the athletes are as athletic as ever. You know, you look at someone like Micah Parsons or, or Aaron Donald or some of these, you know, receivers, I could name a lot of them, but at the same time, you know, the players can become less developed because they're not getting developed in high school. They're not as developed through their college program and they get to the pros and they're less developed and there's not the continuity of the programs. So then there's also lesser time in the off season to do football. So I think it's just a confluence of a lot of things that I think over time could have an impact on a quality of play. And I'm not sure how many, you know, people obviously look for entertainment, um, but the game has definitely changed from, I would say, a physical standpoint of, you know, even, you know, you look at the concussion situation. I mean, we look at boxing or we look at MMA and they show highlights of those things all the time you know people getting knocked out and then when it comes to another context where like football we you know we we can't imagine that a concussion takes place you know so there's almost this aspect that you know we as players yeah no one wants to get hurt but at the same time we know what we're showing up for and we know that we're going to do the best we can do to prepare our body for the contact the game has definitely changed from a very physical demanding game to a less physical demanding game and more of a skills competition and i've said that before in the past too Damn. Skills competition like the Pro Bowl? So what are we moving towards? Uh, You know, these guys going out there in the regular season and playing patty cake? The NFL just got rid of the Pro Bowl. They said these guys aren't playing hard enough, so let's move towards a skill competition. And and Tom Brady is right in everything that he just said. Where I will kind of say, or or I want to make a point of emphasis, is when he says that the the quality has changed. It's more of a skills competition now, right? Yeah, of course it is. But if you want to talk about the quality of play, that's subjective. The quality of play? Well, he has 20 years of experience to look back on. 
And Dan Marino might say in Tom Brady's era, the quality of play has deteriorated. I mean, we can go back through history. We can go back decades. Prior generations might say, oh, well, the quality of play continues to deteriorate. And meanwhile, the NFL just continues to make more and more money hand over fist. One of the most valuable things in the country, period, flat. Americans, our calendars are set up around NFL football. Sundays and church services and when you go shopping or run errands. And are you shopping loosely now in the year 2022? You pick up the phone and Amazon drops off a package at your house. The NFL, the game is going to continue to change. Tom Brady will be gone, hopefully sooner than later, hopefully for his own good if you get him adrift. But even after he's gone, the league will continue to change. And yes, it is becoming more of a skills competition. And yes, there is less physicality. That's not going to change. As long as people continue to watch, as long as the NFL still has a conveyor belt of individuals who want to play, NFL will be fine. You know, I don't particularly have to like it or enjoy it. I still watch. In the short term, I'm not concerned about the NFL. In the long term, when I'm talking long, like 20, 30 years from now, maybe, maybe there are some problems. Maybe there is the next generation who says this game is too barbaric. Maybe the NFL, and this is where I think it will go, it's not going to go anywhere. One day, and we're starting to already move in that direction like Tom Brady just said. Skills competition. It's going to look like a video game. I'm going to air the ball out. It's going to look like two-hand touch. How fast can I be? How athletic can I be? And it's going to be less of let's slap on some leather helmets and beat the hell out of each other. Is it turning people off? Yes, it's turning people off right now. The rough and the, the passer penalty is garbage. As long as the rules are what they are, we don't need to go overboard here. Tom Brady also said this. I know what I signed up for. His wife also knows what he signed up for. All of these players know what they signed up for. Enforce the rules, but don't go overboard. The NFL needs to at least... At least, we know you want to protect the quarterbacks. The owners want to protect the quarterbacks. But please, they're still football players too. Cut the nonsense out. Short term, I'm not concerned about the game. Long term, oh yeah. Uh, The NFL has some concerns, some legitimate ones. There might be some generations who go, I don't care how much this game changes. I ain't dealing with it. What do you think about the roughing the passer? And are you concerned with the quality of play in the NFL? Are you concerned about this game in future generations? How is, how is American football going to age in America? I think long-term, yeah, they got some issues. They have some concerns. 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I do think you're one of the best people in radio right now, hands down. I've heard everybody. You got the gift, and I appreciate, you know, your intelligence and your honesty. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We've seen a lot. I'm going to use the word ridiculous. We've seen a lot of ridiculous roughing the passer penalties just over the past several days. Grady Jarrett wrapping up Tom Brady looked perfectly normal to me. Didn't look excessive. Didn't didn't look violent. Look look normal. You, you're trying to tackle the guy, right? Yeah, you did. Not abusing the guy. Cost the Falcons a chance. Sure. They cost themselves multiple chances throughout the game because of their own play, not the referees. But you give them a drift. Last night, before halftime, Raiders and Chiefs, we saw Chris Jones strip sack Derek Carr. Nope, no strip sack. He fell on him. What is he supposed to do? It's his job. It's going to happen. Garbage nonsense. And so it's, it's not a good look optically for the NFL, just from a fan's perspective. You know, a casual fan may not even care or understand, but the majority of fans who tune in are like, yo, what the hell is this? And so Tom Brady decided to put in his two cents that he wanted to elaborate a little bit more outside of saying, hey, listen, I don't throw the flags. He took a look at the quality of play. First of all, he said, we all know what we sign up for as players when it comes down to our own health. He then said that, The guys playing right now are more athletic. The quality of play is not the same for a multitude of reasons. And he said the NFL is moving towards just being a skills competition, and it's true. The game is changing. It's going to continue to change. And the reality is if the NFL wants to maintain uh, the cash flow and continue on as a a multi-billion dollar business, almost $20 billion per year and growing, it's going to have to change. But please, in the process of it, can you spare us the nonsense, the garbage, this stupid play calling? Like, I'm not concerned about the NFL in the short term. I'm concerned about the NFL for, like, the next generation who might look at it and go, man, I ain't playing this crap. What do you think about the game? I think they can fix things right now by letting the guys actually play. That doesn't mean throwing safety out of the window like Tua. He shouldn't have never played or come back to play. But then actually taking the rules too far is dangerous. They're in an interesting spot. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Sean is calling from Nebraska. What's on your mind, Sean? Well, I'm a little concerned about the rules that's going on. You know, it's good for the quarterbacks, but at the same time, it's garbage. I mean, it's like the movie Little Giants. It's like the little kid running around the referee and blow the whistle, blow the whistle. Come on. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you. So, what do you want? What do you want to change or happen? Well, they need to let the guys play. I mean, it's just. It might as well just be flag football. 
and yeah. you can't do anything without getting the flag thrown. Well, it's it's certainly moving in that direction. That's what Tom Brady just said. Skills competition. You don't think it, let's really look at this. Isn't that where the NFL is moving towards? Is it going to be a full-on flag football league? Hell no. I don't think so. Probably not in my lifetime, probably not in your lifetime. I don't care how old you are listening to me right now. I don't, we're not going to see NFL players run around with flags. But the game is going to continue to change. Let me let me tell you this. Do the owners care? As long as people are tuning in, as long as people are watching and people want violence, as long as somebody's getting shoved, pushed, tackled to some degree, owners don't care. I'll tell you this right now. If the NFL turned into a flag football league 10, 15 years from now, some of these owners, they're old as dirt. They're not going to be around as long. But the fact is, they don't care. They don't. Why should they? You're still going to watch, right? Let's think about how much the game has changed just over the past 10, 20 years, 30 years. You're still watching, right? Is the game still as brutal? Is it still as violent? No, no, it's not. You're still watching, right? At what point do people stop tuning in? I think people stop watching the NFL when we have a generation that says, and it doesn't matter how violent it is, but this is barbaric. This is terrible. People will stop watching the NFL when they take the same approach that we've get or that we have gotten about the Pro Bowl. And what have they done with that? Said, oh, no more game. Just a skills competition. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls. Speaking of changes in physicality, how about this? And apologies. We heard the apology of Devontae. We heard the apology of Ron Rivera. I had a bad day. He had a bad day. Draymond Green, we know about his bad day. Draymond's mom, she put in her two cents. I'll tell you about that. Steve Nash is over here protecting, I guess called you can call it protecting uh, uh, Ben Simmons. There's a lot for us to do, a lot to talk about. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I've been listening to you maybe 10, 11 months, and I always appreciate you being poignant, intelligent, and exactly when you have to be. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Ironically, the timing is wild. I just talked to you about Draymond Green, and I wanted to share with you uh, some of the comments made by his mom on Twitter about that. I can't even, it's not a fight. 
Like Draymond Green went up to the guy and punched him. Uh, what took place or what led to it, uh, we don't know specifically. But we know that Jordan Poole was standing there. They were both chirping and a punch was thrown. Don't know what was said, but we know hand went a-flying. It was from Draymond. Well, literally, two minutes ago in the break, Shams, yeah, the athletic in the stadium, man, is just NBA connected inside and out. He reports, Draymond Green has been fined for the practice altercation last week and will return to team activities on Thursday, Coach Steve Kerr says. And so it doesn't appear that there will be a suspension uh, for Draymond Green. I said last week that the Golden State Warriors are going to do what they feel is best for the team. And what will that do for the chemistry of the team? And when I say chemistry of the team, we know that they're defending champs. We know that everybody on the team, all the potential eligible free agents at the end of the year, they all won't get paid. That's Poole, Wiggins, and Draymond, unless Draymond decides to opt in. Somebody's got to go. But the fact is, they're going to be giving away their rings. This is already an issue. It's already a distraction. It will continue to be one if Draymond were to be suspended. And so it looks like he'll be back. This will be a story that will potentially die down, especially if the Warriors will win. And let's be real. There's probably no reason for them not to win. And so, yes, Draymond Green, after saying on Saturday that he would take a few days off from the team, well, that's a nice little vacation. He'll be back on Thursday. I will share with you the comments made by his mom. And just, I, I guess this goes along the lines of the Devontae Adams scenario. It's like, uh, who are we blaming? You know, somebody has to get blamed, right? It can't be the person who was the, the ultimate agitator, the one who got physical. It can never be that person. Always somebody else's fault. I'll share that with you shortly. Right before we went to break, though, we talked about this this roughing the passer uh, issue in the NFL. Can't look at the quarterback, can't push him, can't breathe on him, can't say hi without a referee throwing a flag. And it is, it, it sucks for the game. It's terrible. And so I said if the NFL continues this or if the NFL continues to evolve in such a way, It's not going to do short-term damage. It will do long-term damage. And the game is going to change whether we like it or not. It has always changed over time. We're not going back to the days of leather helmets. That That is not happening. But for right now, this very minute, the NFL can let the guys play for what the rules are. Like all this baby in the quarterback garbage, it got to stop. 855-212-4CBS. DJ is calling from Charlotte. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me, man. Enjoy listening to you when I can this late. Sometimes it's not doable. Understand. Uh, Yeah, so, you know, you asked a question about what what does everybody want earlier, right? It's, uh, you know, people want fairness. When, when, When you're not there, when you're watching on TV, everybody can see it. Uh, and sometimes, and not just football, every other sport is like, hey, we'll just call it and we'll just go on. Who cares? You know, it, it's just, it's, it's heartbreaking that, uh, especially in football, when you make a decisions like that, it's costing some people money. It's costing, you know, the, the, the fans to kind of 
But uh, this is just from one point of view and not to kind of, you know, calling out anybody, but obviously I'm from Charlotte. I'm a Panthers fan. This happens week one. And to me, it might come as a rant, but it only happens when Tom Brady is involved, a game where Mahomes is involved. It happens to the Panthers that cost him a game, not once, but twice in the same game. But nobody talked about it that much. Uh, if we can call it out every time we see it, every week, and kind of like keep poking that, maybe something will happen. But when it just happened once in a while and, hey, it happened the same day or two days back and uh, back uh, to back. I, I I understand what you're saying, DJ. The the fact is, and this is this is not me, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You, you are correct. Like the Panthers suck. You know, so who who cares as as an overall? Okay, exactly. that's a, as an that's an overall. But and having that was said like that, turned the game overall. It no, was like I, four down. I it, was, slow. it was a rough in the passer that was not supposed to be, and then it was a spike it, fake it, intentional grind, and not supposed to be, and then they lost the game, and we're just washing it down. Well, so for, well, 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 let's 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 think about this. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a couple of points here, DJ. If you hear me out, sure. I don't care what the team is. This is my approach to sports just in a general sense. Referees, umpires, they're all human beings, right? Absolutely. We can have plays that take place at the end of the game. So, for instance, the the Falcons, great example, what just took place this past Sunday. They were getting smoked. It was like they didn't even know that you're supposed to play four quarters of football. And so you get to the end of the game, and now you have a chance, and now the referees throw a flag, which is just absolutely a, a, a trash play, Grady Jarrett on Brady. Yeah. And every, everyone's emphasis now is on, oh, well, the, the, the Falcons didn't get that, that opportunity. They didn't get that chance, and that's correct. But you know what? Y'all had three quarters to go out there and bust ass, and y'all just decided to show up. At the end of the well, game. Well, we still got a call. It just it doesn't matter when when there's something that's not supposed to be a foul or or or, or, or roughing the passer. It doesn't matter what happens before the rules are the rules. You still no, I will. I'll disagree you with you on that it, one. You got to give a chance. Then, then yes, the Bucks, correct. You say, then the Bucks should have buried them if they sucked that bad. Then the Bucks should have buried him and not been in that situation. No, oh. that that's a that's a double flip. No, 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 no. Uh, well, it's, you it's have both most, ways. No, it doesn't go both ways. It does. Both, I mean, they're no. still in the game, but the the, the, the wrong call was made. No. And it both allowed can... one team an advantage. We're not we, – we will never know if the Falcons could have we, made a we comeback. We don't. We don't. But listen exactly to me very carefully. Point. Listen to me very carefully. Both can be true. Do you understand that? If I'm playing – if I'm playing 60 – I don't care if it's 60 minutes of a game – or 48 minutes of a game. Yes, it's a matter of fairness. We know that. But the reality is you have a human element with the referees, with the umpires, with the calls. We can that's not cha- That's not – can I finish? Yeah. Sure. That's not, that's not changing, okay? Until we just get rid of humans and have robots, you know, call everything, that's not going to change. This is the no, reality. I think it it You're still here. This is the reality. You know this as an athlete. I think all of us need to pay attention. The calls suck. They need to do better. 
They have an impact on the game. That is true. What also is true is what responsibility you accept. What can you do to affect the outcome of the game that's in your hands? You. You're going to just pass the buck. You're not just going to blame the ref at the end of the game, are you? Are you going to look at the full four quarters and say, what did I do wrong? How did I screw up? What about that? I mean, and this is in a general sense. This is not just in, in sure. There's a lot of people who utilize sports as it should because sports is a, it's a reflection and a microcosm of life. There's a lot of people who pass the buck. Well, what did they do to me? Well, they did me wrong. And sure, yeah, people walk around. There's somebody getting done wrong right now. What the hell are you going to do to change things? What can you control that's in your control? How can you evaluate reality? Not what it should be or how it should take place. How can you look at reality and flip things for what you can control? It's difficult for me to look at 48 minutes of this or nine innings of that or 60 minutes of this and then just go, oh, yeah, it was the ref's fault we lost. But what about everything else that took place? Everything else. Whose fault is that? Yours. That's the ultimate responsibility because we do live in a, this is a reality, right? You can't suck for four quarters. You can't get blown out and play five minutes of the end of the game and then be mad with a missed call. Control what you can control. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio.